Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Robert Kiyosaki talking about the poor mindset. I chose this episode because the poor mindset really keeps people down and really holds them back from achieving their goals, thinking they can't do something or thinking something's out of reach for them so they shouldn't strive for it. Just things like that in general just really hinder your progress. Don't let the system hold you back and don't let some created narrative in your head hold you back. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't tell people what they what you know. Right. Keep them poor. But, you know, unfortunately, the poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they become what they say. And I made so many people, I don't, I can't afford it. You think I made of money? My PhD daddy says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it. I can't do that. I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape. You know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. When you could go to the gym. But no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. See, when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down. And you become what you say. But the thing is, is that we become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And so the people right now who are sitting at home, <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing, it was probably taught to you. You know, your superego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars, and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. Now, you tell them that, they get very angry at you. It's not, it's the rich fault. You know, it's you guys ripped me off, and government ripped me off. But unfortunately, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. We've got to change what we teach our kids. So I remember raising my hand when I was nine years old, talking to my, ninth, my fourth grade teacher, and I said, you know, when am I going to learn about money? She says, the love of money is the root of all evil. We don't teach money at school. I said, why not? And she couldn't answer me, and she got very flustered. She says, go ask your father. He's, the, he's my boss. So my father was the head of education, PhD, all that stuff. I go home and ask him, I said, why don't we learn about money in school? And he looked at me and says, because the government doesn't let us teach that subject. The government tells us what we can teach and what we can't teach. And I thought that was strange. And I said, but aren't we going to school to learn about money? He says, no. Your job is to get a job. I said, but you get a job to earn money. He goes, no, you're supposed to just get a job. I went, no, 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 no. Isn't the purpose of a job to earn money? He goes, you're correct. I said, so why don't I just learn about money? I can skip the job part, you know? And he got flustered and he said, look, if you want to learn about money, why don't you ask your best friend's father about money? 
So I asked him, he says, because Mike's father is an entrepreneur. And I said, what, am, what are you? He says, I'm an employee, I'm a government employee. And I went, oh, what's the difference? He says, the difference is an entrepreneur must know about money, or that they're no longer entrepreneurs. And he says, an employee doesn't have to know anything about money, because the government will take care of them, the company will take care of money on one condition. And that condition was he would never pay me. He says, the moment I pay you, you think like an employee. He says, that's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. And now I'm nine years old, my head's going cracking in half. He says, you never want a paycheck. You understand that, kid? I said, okay, I got it. And he says, well, how do I make money? He says, that's what entrepreneurs figure out. <laughs> it's like, it's the, it's the cat, you know, which just comes first, a cat or the, you know, the, the cat chasing its tail. I said, so how do I learn about money? So he would just break out a Monopoly game board. So I would work for free. I'd pick up cigarette butts and he had hotels and restaurants and I would clean and do menial tasks. And as I got older, I started getting into office work and marketing and accounting. And I was an apprentice basically, but I always worked for free. He says, the moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. And he was a great, great teacher. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes if you pay them more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. For example, my calculus teacher, I was at, went to military school in New York, and um, I asked the teacher, I said, you know, it's, I'm in my third year of calculus now. I said, am I ever going to use this stuff? He goes, no. You know, I said, why do you teach it? He says, because I get paid. I said, do you ever use it? He goes, no. And that's why, you know, I, you have to, in life, one of the things I suggest to people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. School systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. So if I went into school, I'd be thrown out because I threatened them. You know, and to me, isn't school about opening your eyes and minds to new ideas? But that's now out of the system. So everybody's got to be PC, you know, politically correct now. And it's killing us. It's killing the brains of our kids. They're going backwards. But in their minds, they're more enlightened. If I didn't have ideas that shook me, I wouldn't learn anything new. But now these trigger, trigger mechanisms, we're actually making our students weaker in school. My success comes from spirituality, not finance. You see people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? So the only problem with that is just creates more poor people. You give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know? But you teach them to fish. We're more antagonistic, more antisocial. You know, social media is antisocial. That's the danger part. So the reason I'm speaking on spirituality, we gotta evolve. You know, it means meditation, it means yoga, it means praying, it means going to church, whatever it takes. 
But you got to get back to calm and peace and meditation. One generalized principle is emergence through emergency. So when you look at the word emergency, the base word is emerge. The only way humans evolve is via emergency. And a big one's coming. And it's going to be, as we all know, our banks have ripped us off immensely. They're just a bunch of crooks. I don't know how they can live with themselves. But, you know, the bankers rip off trillions and they get bonused in billions. Nobody goes to jail. That's the sickness of our society. So that's why I write about financial education. It's almost like self-defense. It's almost like taking judo against our own government and our own banking systems and Wall Street. People who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad. There's right and there's wrong. There's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right. They only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. Every time I failed, it was like, good. I said, okay, what have I learned? And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system's actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. Don't make mistakes and don't ask for help. And if I didn't ask for help, I have my accountants, my attorneys, my bankers and all that. You know, I go into business like a rugby team. You know, boom, boom, and we kick butt. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over and you go, well, they're not playing fair. You know what, you're, not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. So what I say to young people is you find your game.